Hey guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in today. We are going to be talking about the progressive war on women. And I know right now some of you might be thinking, hang on, Lauren, progressives are obsessed with women. They are willing to blatantly discriminate against men in order to benefit women. So how could you say that there's a war on women? And I know at first it seems kind of counterintuitive, but trust me, this war is very real and I feel like it actually ramps up every single day. And the first instance of it that I want to talk about is how in some situations it is no longer acceptable and it's actually taboo to even use the word women. And I don't know about you folks, but I think it must be pretty hard to advocate for a group when you're not even allowed to mention that group by name. I I swear, more and more progressives are treating women like Voldemort, okay? They who must not be named. Specifically, J.K. Rowling recently got in trouble with the woke police after making fun of the phrase people who menstruate. Healthline just this week actually published an article referring to women as vulva owners and LGBT groups have actually come out with entire lists of phrases to use instead of woman. They recommend you use things like person with eggs, person with a uterus, and or egg provider when discussing pregnancy. I don't know about the rest of you ladies, but I actually find those terms kind of offensive. I would much rather be called a woman rather than a person who men I mean, actually just referring to women as menstruators sounds like more of a slur than an effort to be inclusive. Progressives always complain about how modern culture dehumanizes and objectifies women, but by reducing women to literally their anatomical parts Isn't that exactly what they are actually doing? And the reason why they're doing this, by the way, the reason why they're trying to introduce phrases like vulva owners or people who menstruate is, weirdly enough, to be more trans-inclusive, to be more inclusive of trans women, i.e. people who were born male but prefer to identify as women. And to me, that just doesn't make sense for at least two reasons. First being, no matter how trans-affirming you are, trans people are still a small portion of the population. Even if you live somewhere like San Francisco, they are still a minority of people. Changing how we refer to women as an entire sex or gender, i.e. half of the population out there, based on the supposed preference of a, a small fraction of people, makes no sense, and it's not inclusivity, it's just pandering. Which brings us to the second reason why, let's face it, this is just dumb, it's that progressives are assuming that trans women find it offensive to link the female sex with being a woman in the first place. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are some trans people out there who, when they hear stuff like, ladies, if you breastfeed, and they get all up in arms and say, hey, not all women breastfeed or have uteruses or blah, 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 blah. But for the most part, don't trans women who actually transition bother going through things like surgery and hormone treatments in order to actually try to emulate and get closer to the biological realities of being a woman? So is it really helping them in any way, shape, or form to try to detach the female signifiers of womanhood from what it means to be a woman? Like, if trans women didn't care at all about how being biologically female affects being a woman, then they wouldn't bother to do things like have breast implants, go on estrogen. I really do think that for the most part, trying to break down the gender binary or deconstruct biological sex isn't even what trans people by and large want. It's more just what a small group of activists want who have happened to proclaim themselves advocates of trans people 
en masse. And the reason why the word women or the subject of trans inclusivity is even an issue is, I believe, because progressives, as much as they like to think of themselves as standing up for women, in reality, only stand up for women when women are being pitted against men. I've said it before, but when it comes to social justice, there is a hierarchy of victim groups and biological females, you know, cis women, they just don't rank as high in victim points as trans women do. And that's why when it comes to women versus men, sure, progressives will go to bat for women, but if you turn around and introduce a trans person into the situation, all of a sudden, women aren't getting so much help from the left. And this was made abundantly clear when it was recently revealed that actress Ellen Page is actually trans and is now going by Elliot Page. Uh, so before we get into that though, I do wanna give a quick thank you to our sponsor, Theragun. So the stress of daily life weighs on us all, especially right now. And whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. That is why I and my family use the Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now as as an electric toothbrush. We have the all-new Gen 4 Theragon with a brushless motor that is so quiet, you're gonna wonder if it's even on while it soothes your aching muscles with its signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. And usually I would have it here to show you all what it looks like, but it just so happens that Liam has it at the moment. And that's the thing, we all love it so much, we actually argue over who gets to keep it and who gets to use it. So you can try the Theragun for 30 days and there is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with its OLED screen, personalized Theragun app and the quiet and power you need starting at only $199. So go to theragun.com slash Lauren right now to get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash Lauren. Again, theragun.com slash Lauren. As Variety recently announced, Paige, star of films such as Juno and the X-Men series, announced he is a gender non-binary transgender person in a heartfelt social media message on Tuesday. Now, I'm not even sure what coming out as a gender non-binary binary trans person even means just like practically but I think that's also how singer Sam Smith identifies as and as Variety also notes Elliot Page will continue to play the role of Vanya Hargreaves in The Umbrella Academy the Netflix series about a family of superheroes. Vanya is a cisgender woman and there are no plans to change the character's gender insiders told Variety. If you ask me this is a double standard and kind of an anti-woman stance to have because if you recall Scarlett Johansson a cisgendered woman received a ton of outcry when it was announced that she would be playing a trans man. So it's okay for a trans man or non-binary person, I don't even know, but whatever. It's okay for a trans man, let's just say for argument's sake, to play a cis woman, but it's not okay for a cis woman to play a trans man. And I know a lot of you are probably already typing, Lauren, how can this be anti-woman when both Paige and Johansson are women? But you have to keep in mind that for progressives, Paige is no longer a woman. She is a trans man. So I know for, for you and me, this might seem like a bunch of nothing, but really from the progressive standpoint, they are in fact discriminating against cisgender women in favor of trans men. And yes, there were a few people who when Elliot Page 
was born to the world said, hang on a second, doesn't that seem kind of strange to have a trans man playing a cis woman? But according to the LGBT lobby and progressives in general, no, this all makes perfect sense. As Variety reports, glad the LGBT advocacy group pushed back at the notion that Vanya should be recast with a cisgender female actor. Trans actors can and do play both trans and cisgender characters. I'm sure Elliot will continue to be brilliant in Umbrella Academy and many different types of roles in the future, Nick Adams, director of transgender media at GLAAD, told Variety. And even though things like which roles actors can or cannot take and which words outlets can or cannot use might seem relatively trivial, there are actual consequences for women's safety when it comes to the progressives' war on women. And here I'm talking about the issue of women's only spaces, which is a pretty hot-button issue in any progressive circle, but especially so in the UK, which at the moment is essentially just a giant left-wing circle. You see, the practice of segregating certain spaces by gender or sex, like bathrooms or changing rooms, exists for a reason, and that reason is largely to protect women from male predators. I'm not saying that all men are predators, far, far from it, but the truth is that if a man wanted to overpower a woman he found alone in a bathroom or a changing room, odds are he could easily do it because men are just stronger than women. But nowadays, if you do advocate for women-only spaces, even if it's to actually protect women, progressives aren't gonna be on your side, no, no. They're more likely to call you transphobic. Because although for most of us, gender-segregated bathrooms and changing rooms exist to protect everyone's safety and just to make sure everyone else feels more comfortable, in the eyes of the progressives, Actually, the purpose of bathrooms and changing rooms is to confirm people's gender identities. It may be controversial, ironically, especially among feminists to say this, but opening women's only spaces to people who aren't women does put women's safety at risk. And I'm not saying that because I believe that trans women are more likely to attack women than like other cis women. No, no, the point is that if we say, all right, anyone who identifies as whatever, just come on into the women's spaces. There are men out there, bad men, who will use that rule to their advantage. They will claim to be trans, even though they're not, in order to gain access to those women-only spaces. And the fact that progressives are willing to throw women, including young girls, by the way, who are at their most vulnerable under the bus in the name of promoting so-called trans inclusivity, I think just really speaks to how little they actually care about women. And the thing is, this conversation doesn't even need to be an issue of biological females versus trans female, because I know a ton of you out there, ladies, would probably be okay with every now and then an actual trans woman who is transitioned using the same bathroom as you. So you're not saying anyone is welcome to the ladies' room, but if you're, hey, actually a trans woman, then an exception can be made. But see, even that type of what I would call a compromise of saying, all right, it's not anyone goes anywhere, but if you're actually transitioning, we can, you know, make an exception perhaps on a case-by-case -case basis. That is also transphobic in the eyes of progressives because it feeds into what they call transmedicalism. Yeah, the idea that a trans person should even need to experience gender dysphoria or medically transition or heck, even socially transition, that in the eyes of progressives now is transphobic because you're, you're trying to gatekeep who is and who is not trans. So really, it has become the feminist position now to say that if you are a biological woman, you have no right and actually you're bigoted if you 
you try to prevent someone with a penis from going into your changing room. That's pretty much all I have to say for now, and as always, I would love to know what you all think. Do you agree with me? Are progressives in their own way kind of anti-women? Why or why not? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.